came to win, nigga. I don't know about you, man, the game, fuck it if I lose. I won't bust, though they push it, nigga, I won't move. I keep it solid, keep them symptoms glued. All rise for the honorable, J.P. Brown. Welcome to Fathers and Family Court. I'm your host, J.P. Brown. You can call me J.P. 1200 because it looks like I'm going to be in and out that motherfucker 1200 building. Or you can call me F-O-C-J-P because it looks like Stan Heavenly Business. We are going to be playing games and in and out that motherfucking F-O-C building. Now, in today's episode, episode number 26, we got the day before court. Now, today is going to be a nice one. Now, if you're unfamiliar with my story, I went 953 days without seeing my children. I was a victim of parental alienation, and it can happen to anybody. If you're a man um, and you have a a child or multiple children with a woman in Michigan, for sure in Michigan, she can take your kid tomorrow and fucking leave. As long as you are married. If, if, If you are married, I mean, you are in actually in good shape in this one here. And that's why it's important, man, to listen to what... (laughs) <laughs> what we're taught and to not have children outside of wedlock because here it is you know what I mean but I understand that having children out of wedlock is uh is not you know what I mean I was born out of wedlock so I understand you know what I mean that motherfucking people are still people it ain't like you know what I mean I'm sure there's plenty of successful people in the world and I'm not it's not a guess this is a for sure thing man plenty of people in the world who are so it ain't just, oh, you had a kid out of wedlock and it's your fault. No, man, these people are still people and they deserve justice. They're, they deserve justice, man. Those kids, they deserve justice. They didn't ask to be born out of nowhere. They just was put here by adults. Now, adults need to make adult decisions and act like adults in order for their lives to go smoothly. Now, listen, if you ain't been to court in a while or if you haven't been to court at all, JP twelve hundred definitely understands. You don't. You haven't been there, and I know why. If you're in a system like my system, in this state, there's there's good reason to why you haven't been there. Now I have court tomorrow, um, so today is is a uh, is a pretty chill day for me. You know, I work out regularly, do my regular thing, market, do my regular thing. Day before court, usually I got a routine now because I've been going since October thirteenth. What do I have to show for it, you ask? It We are, what, three months in, three and a half months in. What do I have to show for it, you ask? Four hours, one visit. One four-hour visit with my children. Oh, it should mean the world to you. It does, you dumb fuck. The problem is I went since October 13th, and that's, uh, it's from December 29th, and only one four-hour visit, that's shitty. And that's the reason, that's a big, big reason why a person may not rush into their, you know what I mean? Um, plenty of people, it's all kind of different walks of lives and all different kind of opinions and we all to each his own. You know what I mean? This is about gaining understanding. This podcast right here is a podcast about my experience. Now, somebody stole my kid for 953 days. I'm still living, still walking, still talking. I still, I see, I see an old woman walking up to the gym door. I don't care if she's coming two rows from the parking lot. I'm going to try to hold the door for her. Yes, because that ain't, it don't got nothing to do with her. I'm like, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't that. I'm going to see another lady coming once she finally gets to the door and another lady bending up the corner and she coming now. I'm going to hold the door for her too. You know what I mean? And I'm going to hold, I'm going to take time out of my day because I'm going to speak to women, people, older women, younger women. This ain't that. 
I, I think everyone should be equal. But a part of equal means equal everywhere. Everywhere. Now, we went over this before, and I'm going to go over it briefly again. If the WNBA was capable of bringing in as much money as the NBA was, then I want to say this right now. They would be making just the exact same amount of money. There would be no reason they don't get paid as much. They're not getting paid as much because the WNBA does not fill arenas how how the NBA is. The marketing isn't at the level where they are. You know what I mean? Like I, I right now I don't know that many WNBA players. They're not they're not they're not smeared all over my timeline on, on my Instagram. Obviously, I don't look for that any I'm, don't do much of that kind of searching anyways. But I'm just saying, like, I know a couple of, but my sports experience is pretty broad. So I know women's soccer players, women's boxers, women's fighters, women's, I know women athletes. Since I had a daughter, I really tuned in. But the average person doesn't know who, you know what I mean, Sue Bird is. He doesn't know that. You know what I mean? He doesn't know. I don't know. Larry Bird's daughter. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, really. If he had to take a guess, but if you just asked him without giving him any background that you, you know, he wouldn't, might not even know who that is. You know what I mean? I know for a fact there's a lot of men in this right now uh, who are, fuck it, 30, 35 and under who don't know who Mia Hamm is. You know what I mean? It's plenty of dudes. The point is this. Here's a real fixable problem between a real, on a real blank canvas. Now, the blank canvas being, prior to these people laying down in this bed, they had no baby. There was no baby. You get in the bed, a canvas is not being painted on. You know what I mean? Now, for we both jump out the bed at the exact same time. We both laid in about the exact same time. Now, as soon as I get up from the bed, the picture's yours. Now, I got to go, okay, I got to go put a fight down to get my picture back. So that's the problem we have. We need to figure out how to bring equal, how to make it equal. So we ain't fighting over this picture that's equally ours. If we can spend more time figuring out how to make the picture better, a better picture, a more successful picture, a picture to be, you know what I mean? More of a black, put, put the blessing on the picture instead of making it about people fighting over the picture and who's the you know, the court want a little piece of the money from standing over watching the fight. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Um, yeah. But tomorrow I go into the courtroom. And you know what it is, man. I'm going in there. Same old deal. Can't talk. I'm not allowed to speak. I'm going to speak. But really, you know what I mean? They don't really want to hear nothing from me. Honestly, they don't. They don't want to hear nothing from me. They feel like all I'm doing... And the energy I get from the people as well is, what else do you have to say, man? We already heard it all. What's up? Oh, nothing. Just seeing why no one done anything about the person who said they were going to kill my children. Nothing major here, hey? I mean, fuck. The September of this year, this person was hitting up people I don't even talk to, telling them she's going to kill my kids, me, my sister, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And here's the problem. They're not being none. I mean, they said, oh, okay. You said she's going to kill him. Oh, okay, cool. Well, look, you're going to go through all the 
dates and court dates and dates and dates some more and dates. Hey, you said she's going to kill him? This sounds like something we can worry about on, let's check the calendar. What do we got here? What's today? October 13. Let's see. When can we address this man's kids being killed? Hmm, day after Christmas seems good. That, that means she should have the kids all through all the holidays. And if she doesn't kill him by then... Maybe after the holidays, then maybe we'll get to you and seeing your kids. Because that seems like that. In the meantime, man, every other weekend, you see them for a couple hours. How about that, man? How about that? And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I guess I'll just take this shit on the plate on the dinner table and I'll just take it. And we'll just call it Flaming Young, right? So that's how that goes. And then, and then, and then, and then after, 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 after... The Save-A-Lot TV dinner is spilled to me and sold to me like it's a five-course meal. I take the little TV dinner and sit down with it, and then it doesn't even come, right? So now I'm dealing with a bullshit meal, right, which is still beautiful because if you ain't eight in 953 days, you want replenishment. You want to see children. You want replenishment to your soul. And then, and then, and then they send out a letter. They say, look, it's going to be 21 hot ones, right? And then, then, then nothing happens. So here we are. But I want to focus on this a little bit. I want to focus on this. So I'm brought into court this time under CPS advice, which I was going to court anyways. I was already set to go. And then here this person comes talking to everyone in the world about killing my kids out of nowhere. This is September 20-something of this year, right? 2019. I'm sorry, last year. It's 2020 now, new year. Welcome to 2020, motherfuckers. So here we are, right? CBS is looking for her, looking for her, looking for her. They can't find her, right? Now, every single time they do this, because this person talks about killing their kid all the time. What do you do when someone talks about the police? You can tell the police, but the first thing they're going to do is call CPS. So now I have a good, thorough understanding of how CPS moves, which is they don't move. When do they move? Well, they move when things are already done. Things are already taking place. The trouble has happened. It's passed. You missed it. I know for a fact because, man, CPS didn't get brought into my life. I brought CPS into my own life because, let me tell you why. I seen a person cutting on themselves, and I didn't really wasn't sure who to call. People like me, we don't just, oh, call the police. We already know. Police don't do shit. They don't do shit. They are yes men. They follow a rule book. They have a heart. They're still people. But they have a rule book they have to follow, a quota they have to meet. There's, there's you know, they're working with the state. And when you're a person who is getting continuously fucked by the state, like me, you tend to be a one-on-one. Let me call somebody else other than the state, because they don't know what the fuck they talking about, ever. And if you don't think I know what I'm talking about, you can just refer to me missing 953 days with my kids, because, hey, we'll figure it out. That That's to be continued. But let's get into this, all right? Let's get into this, Okay. Uh, we have, we have a, uh, we have a fucking, uh, we have a mother being told by CPS, being, basically CPS has been called by somebody who don't have nothing to do with nobody, cause them ain't my people. 
this just somebody, somebody, just, my child's mother reaching out to strangers telling them she gonna kill them. So, my kids. So, the stranger calls CPS, like any stranger would do. This is, this is September of 2019, okay? And CPS basically says, you know, the lady's kind of like, you know, she come at me like, damn, you, your kid's in danger, you know, regular tension at first, like regular. Well, I'm not making friends anymore. I used to be trying to explain, like, look, but now at this point, I'm thinking like, look, no matter how cool you are, nice you are, how good you mean, the organization and who you work for has the wrong hold of things. You're behind and you're outdated, and you don't know what you're doing, not based off of what your book says, but based off of what your book says. You're following the book, but your book has bullshit in it, and you're doing things wrong. And it's not your fault. You're doing what they're telling you to do. But if they're telling you to make the wrong moves, if coach is calling in the wrong place, and you keep running them, bro, I hate to call you. <laughs> I don't want to really deal with you. That's the thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess if you're in another system, if you can step away from the system, we have conversations, but you in the system, it's hard for me to even get through because it's like, bro, you, come on now. You can't do anything. Your hands are tied. You, All you can do is act if the kid doesn't have water, food, or hot water. or You know what I mean? Other than that, you can't talk to the kids. You can't do nothing like that, bro. Your hands is tied. You really just come to the scene just to do nothing. I don't know what you do, honestly. But I want to examine this because here we are, man. Here we are. And I do want to remind you that the last time I went to court, a person, a state worker behind a state worker talked to the last CPS worker, said they was going to reopen it, and said somebody was going to get my kids or something similar or whatever. And we were we were going to make moves and yada yada and wooty wooty and swooty swooty. And lo and behold, nothing happened. Okay? So now I want to show you, I want to give you an example of a really good story that I came across. Alright? Now this story is just super fascinating because it goes to show... How being untrained, how being unprepared, how having the smartest man in the room syndrome can really come back to bite you in the fucking ass. And, 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 and this is just a great story. And I just want you to just really listen to this, please. I was called in by a CTS investigator and I was judged tried and convicted uh, in her mind as being extremely guilty before I even arrived at the uh, Collin County CPS office. I tried to explain to her uh, that, again, we have been in a long uh, battle. Um, for eight months, we had been, uh, my ex-wife and I had been uh, engaged in a uh, highly contentious divorce and custody battle and that this was a false allegation. Uh, unfortunately, they did not believe me, and I was falsely, or I was um, charged with uh, sexual improprieties with my son. It cost me my teaching, temporary, uh, my teaching position, as well as my freedom. I was denied access to my son uh, for over four months, despite
despite my attempts to explain and express to uh, CPS that there was a wide variety of brainwashing activities going on by his mother. CPS investigated me for 12 months. It took three court trials to be able to finally earn full visitation with my son. Each time, CPS pushed that I would not be allowed to have any visitation with my son in the name of erring on the side of caution. In one particular hearing, the judge even stated that he... I just want to pause it right there because he's talking about something extremely serious and someone in front of a panel, sitting on the panel in front of him, is literally fucking yawning in front of him. He's yawning right now. He just rubbed his ear and now he's yawning like he's watching the fucking morning news. Continue on. Heard multiple allegations against me, but yet was never provided any real evidence to support the claims. How old was your son at the time? He was six. And he was in the By CPS three times. Mm -hmm. I frequently reported to CPS that my ex-wife was brainwashing him, that she was engaged in parental alienation or uh, pathogenic parenting. For 12 months, CPS refused to believe me. She had a bachelor's degree and experience as a police officer. She had a master's degree in clinical psychology. She had a PhD in criminology and taught courses at the University of Texas at Dallas in victimology. Yet none of that made any difference to CPS and their investigation. For 12 months, CPS believed me to be a danger to my son. They only changed their mind when, after a week-long jury trial, um, they, uh, the sole custody of my son was awarded to me and she was stripped of her parental rights. And after that, she was allowed to go home and she shot my son and then shot herself. Only then did CPS begin to believe that maybe she, not I, might have been the problem. I asked, no, I beg, that if CPS is looking to reevaluate how they are taught, to include the role that they can play in highly contentious child custody battles, how that she was able to manipulate them to believing her and not seeing the true evidence that many other medical professionals did see. Parental alienation, pathogenic parenting, hostile aggressive parenting, whatever you might want to call it, is real and CPS plays a big role in the front lines of protecting children. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Very sorry to hear that. Story in your lost your son just so I understand maybe the context within which to, to receive your testimony is it your opinion that your experience was uh, you know unique or, or somehow really the, the result of a overly aggressive office or the policy of the office in your backyard or do you think it's more systematic with within CPS. I mean, are you testifying today, and is it your opinion that there's a, a agency problem, or is it a problem maybe with a rogue caseworker or somebody that's overly aggressive? I mean, I'm just trying to understand what you're... What yes, you're sir. Talking.
five years ago, I would have said, yes, it was a unique situation. Since then, I have discovered that, no, this is a systematic problem, that it is, as I have talked with people all over the state, they frequently, CPS is called, they do not understand the issues that are associated with parental alienation, the signs, the symptoms, and frequently jump to the wrong conclusion and do not want to fully appreciate that there might be a lot more going on than that they were willing to understand. And again, a lack of understanding, a lack of education, uh, training and exposure to uh, the symptoms, the signs, the causes of parental alienation. Okay, so let's just start right here. Here a man named Rod McCall basically starts off by saying CPS was called and he just starts off right in the middle telling, he's telling his story right from the middle of, uh, he's telling his story right from the middle. They've already in a long drag out situation. So basically he's saying she stooped to the level of saying he fucking assaulted his kid, sexually assaulted his own fucking kid. And basically she made a false allegation, which is pretty much the oldest trick in the book. And, uh, of course, she took sides. The CPS workers took side with the mom like they typically do. Uh, they are, for whatever reason, every CPS worker I've ever came across has taken the stance that all moms are good. And all moms aren't good. You know what I mean? If you have a good mom, you need to really cherish that, man. If you have a mom that loves you, love her back. If you, if, if there's some faults in there and shit, fuck it. Embrace them. Because guess what? All moms aren't good. Some moms are crackheads. Some moms are, you know what I mean, are super abusive. Some moms are drunks. Some moms are PCP addicts. Some moms... You know what I mean? They don't have any recollection. Some kids don't have any recollection of any good times with their moms. But unfortunately, good successful people only seem to think that all moms is like their moms. No, maybe you were successful because you had a really, really good, stable home. I'm not saying not having a good, stable home, a good, stable mom is makes you successful. That's not true. You know what I mean? That's not true at all. And I'm not saying without one, you can't be successful. That's not true at all either. I'm just saying, like, if you have a good mom, it's hard for harder for you to imagine, you know, people without a good mom. You can't really imagine it because you fucking have a good one. You know what I mean? Well, at any rate, here this man goes and tells these people he didn't fucking do what, what they're saying he did, Right? And they brought him criminal charges. He lost his career. Okay? He went to jail. Do you know what it's like for motherfuckers in there <laughs> on them charges in jail? This guy don't look like a fighter from the video I'm seeing. Okay, so there's that experience. Okay? I'm going to pretty much bet that when he got in front of the judge for whatever, uh, uh, along this whole way, he was like, yo, this person is an alienator and she's lying because she doesn't have anything better. She has nothing else. She's evil. I'm trying to explain. And, and, and along the whole way, people continuously looked him in his face and said, no, buddy, 
you're lying, sorry, and sent the paperwork on and did their next little case. Right? So finally, along the way somewhere, they believe him. I don't know, he was kind of, he didn't really say where he, the momentum changed in there for him, right? Mom loses custody of the kid, goes home that day and shoots the little kid. His son, her son, and then kills herself. What could we have done different? Hmm. I'm going to start right here. I bet you if you would have made that false allegation of a, a crime and she was in jail, she would have been locked up and she wouldn't have been able to kill her kid because she would have been in jail for making false allegations that changed people, life-altering false allegations. Oh, no, Biggie, just, you lied, huh? You fucked his life up, huh? Well, that's fucked up, man. Just, oh, it's that shameful, man. You shouldn't do that. Slap on the wrist. No, nothing, basically. Not even no slap on the wrist. Just, ah, shame on you. Go about. Sorry, sir. We didn't mean to fuck your life up. Bro, who's responsible for getting this man kid killed, man? I say it's CPS. And I say every person that was on his case should be facing time. Facing time. Banned from ever working for that type of job again. And facing time, man. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because when a cop is put out in the middle of the fucking field in a street, man, with people who got warrants and everything else, and he shoots somebody wrongfully because he's afraid. We don't punish the fucking department because they got scary-ass people working a job. We don't punish them. We slander the cops. Right? That person. We'll hit that one person. This dude was a bitch. He didn't have no job being the police. That's the whole problem. We should have never let them be the police. But then they, they, they do this. They do that. Okay, okay, okay. I ain't saying them shooting people cool. That shit is extremely fucking wrong. That's just a whole nother topic. Just another example of a state worker. Ill-equipped. Okay. Now CPS walk over and this man saying right in their face. Yo, listen. Yo, listen. Check this out. This person's off. What do you got for me? Could you help me? And they steady ignoring him. Steady ignoring him. Steady ignoring him. This dude's fighting for his life out there, right? He done lost his career. Now he's sitting in front of a panel of people. One of the guys directly in front of him is fucking yawning. This dude's getting ready to come here and talk about life-changing subject. Way to be attentive. You yawning, bro? Come on, man. Come on, man. We deserve better, man. CPS need to be doing their fucking job, man. Not just pulling up, checking water in cabinets and leaving. What type of dumbass shit is that, man? Who put this dumbass shit together, man? Who put them together, bro? Who put this dumbass shit together, man? This dude, kid, got smoked. By the mom, man. And here I am. Now, that's what I be saying when I be doing these podcasts. Listen, what the fuck is CPS waiting for? Somebody to get killed? They want my kids to get killed. Oh, only then did CPS turn around and get the... Come on, man. 
come on, man. So you mean everyone who neglected this case and let that little man, little boy get shot? Today is still working for them? No names were made public and everyone was just gone good free, right? So when I walk into his fucking spot and say, look, this person talking about killing and raping my kids right here. They making, they calling people. They calling random people and telling them, look, when I show the CPS worker that, and then she turn around two weeks later after me continuously hitting her up, one day she hit me up and say, hey, get ready for your kids. Drop everything. All right, for sure, I'm ready. Now, I'm looking for this lady for 14 days. Ma'am, where are you? Where, where, what happened? Mama? You know what? Why don't you stop worrying about getting her in trouble? Yo, fuck her getting in trouble. She not about to get in trouble. I just want you motherfuckers to do your jobs. I want you to fucking, if it's a motherfucker out there begging to be a criminal, stop protecting them. What the fuck are you doing? They want it. They asking you, come get me. I hate fucking being free. You don't want that. You want a man for your 37,000 beds. You don't want to protect the kids. You want to find a way to box father out the house. And that's what I'm looking more and more at. It look, it's looking more and more like that. No, it ain't like that. Well, what the fuck is it like? Because, <laughs> I mean, here I got a clear case of a man said he was telling these people what it was. They ignored everything he said. And I'm experiencing that until his kid got smoked. His kid got smoked. No one was held accountable. Oh, we guess mom was bad. No! Ain't that what all the reports say on when, when, whenever he spoke? What did he say? He been saying this since the start, right? Okay, so you someone's been ignoring the truth. And that's how, that's how shit is out here, man. Don't steal kids from children. Don't steal kids from fathers, man. Don't steal kids from nobody. <laughs> And the movies is bad, right? Why is it okay in real life? That don't make sense. I don't make no sense, man. <laughs> it just don't make no sense, man. Now, again, I have court tomorrow. So, um, I do, uh, I had to play that. And I do want to say, you know what I mean? Each case has its different, different pieces to it. But, my story is not unique. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of stories out there like it, but it ain't no story exactly like mine. But it ain't, to what's going on, it ain't unique. It's happening everywhere. There's people doing it. But I'm not hopeless. I'm hopeful because I know if we talk to each other about this shit and we keep talking about it and we focus on something that's talking about the shit instead of fucking just... Uh, it's there, but what can we do? What we can do is, for one, start teaching our daughters and our fucking young women, don't steal men's children. Start putting some morals into these women. Stop watching reality TV with them. Stop ratting them the fuck up and start parenting. How about that? That'd be a start. Because, I mean, it ain't no way for our men to get be better men and, and, and had a, not, uh, a community not all put their hands out and tried to help me piece by piece. I wouldn't be... Uh, Anywhere near the my man I am, but community gotta still instill good things. Somebody gotta take the goodness out their heart to be like, oh fuck that, I'm gonna teach this person something. Teach better. That's how it's a start. But look, man, now I wanna show going to something else. Today I found also 
uh, Marissa Grayson. Now, I've been crossing her material for a while, but I've never stopped and listened. So, I'm going to go ahead and play the first video. I'm going to listen to more of her stuff. She, It was great, man. Anytime you got a woman fighting and acknowledging what we're going through, it's a beautiful thing. So, if you have any sisters, mothers, friends, cousins, friends of friends who are fighting with you and they're women, man, just tell them thanks for listening and hearing you out and understanding the importance of it because it do matter. Uh... But let's let let's let's listen to this first video I came across. I'll, I'll throw out a couple points after, and we'll wrap it up. What's up, everybody? Marissa V. Grayson here. For those of you who do not know me, I am Marissa V. Grayson. I am a child custody and family law attorney, as well as a mediator and co-parent coach, also known as America's Blended Family Expert. And you are watching Marissa V. TV, where we talk about all things blended family law and whatever else comes to mind so today i wanted to come on and talk to my fellas now before i start talking i want to remind you guys that i'm known as being a father's rights advocate that is very important because by the time this video is over some of y'all are going to be mad at me and i don't want to hear all in the comments about how i am a feminist and i'm a feminazi and i only take up for moms and all of that because that's typically what happens so, I just want to remind you of that. Mothers are constantly getting on to me, telling me I'm too hard on them and that I only support fathers. And that's, though that's not the case, I understand where they're coming from. So, anywho, fellas, my problem is that constantly I receive phone calls and speak to dads who are claiming that their children's mom is keeping them from their children, right? They're not let, letting them see their kids. They're alienating them from their kids, etc., etc. And I get it because it happens all the time all across the world. What I don't get and what is very hard for me to swallow is that when I ask, well, what are you doing about that? On about 50% of the time, I'd say that the response is essentially crickets, like you've done nothing. So... It's hard for me to understand and accept the fact that you're saying that your child's mother is keeping you from your kids and not letting you see your kids when you haven't taken any steps to make sure that you can enforce or establish your rights. So when I ask, well, have you gone to court to enforce your court orders? Oh, well, we don't have any court orders. Well, have you gone to file to request some court orders? No, they haven't done that. Well, why? The most common excuse, and I'm going to call it that because that's what it is, the most common excuse that I receive is, oh, I don't feel like or I don't want to deal with the court system. I don't want the court system all in my business, and I just don't want to have to go through court proceedings. I shouldn't need a court proceeding to tell me that I could see my kid, and I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this, and I get it, but do you want to? Do you not want to, or do you want to see your kids? Like, which one is it? Because you can't have it both ways. And while I understand that you don't want to go through the legal proceedings, the reality is, the unfortunate reality is that fathers oftentimes have to fight harder to establish or enforce their rights. No, I don't think that's fair. No, I don't think that's the way it should be. Yes, I think the system needs some cleaning up so that that doesn't have to be the case. But... Until that happens, you got to do what you got to do. And I don't want to is not a valid excuse, especially when your children need you and your children likely want to have their father in their life. In most situations, 
kids don't want to be without their dad, right? So absent serious circumstances, and when I say serious, I mean there's abuse, domestic violence, you know, emotional abuse, putting your children in danger, you're just mentally or physically unfit. Well, there's no such thing as physically unfit, but you know what I mean. Absent those types of circumstances, drug use, extreme drug use that, you know, you can't control, alcoholism, all of these things that you're not willing to get help for. Absent those types of situations, most of the time, you will probably be granted some time with your children. So for you to sit back while your child's mother keeps your children from you, it's very, very frustrating because there are fathers all across the world who are literally fighting tooth and nail to be able to see their kids. They're investing thousands of dollars on attorneys. They're investing thousands of hours of time studying how to fight for their kids if they can't afford an attorney or don't want to hire an attorney. They're going to the police officers and asking them to enforce their orders if their orders aren't being followed. So there are so many different things that you can do. And if you're not doing anything, then technically you're not being alienated. If you're not even trying, then technically your kids are not being kept from you. What's happening is that your child's mother says, no, you can't see the kids. And you're like, okay. And that's not cool. And it's definitely not cool for you to then follow that up with, oh, she's keeping me from my kids. So if this is you, if your children have been kept from you, if your child's mother is not allowing you to see your children or have a relationship with them, it's important that you do what you have to do to establish your court orders or to enforce your court orders. So if you do not have court orders in place, look up your legal system, look up the court requirements to establish child custody and visitation orders in your state. You probably will have to file a, file a petition to establish paternity. Even if you signed a declaration of paternity, even if your name is on the birth certificate, in most states you'll still have to file this petition so that you can establish it in the court. If you're going through a divorce, then you would request right to have visitation or custody of your children through your divorce proceeding. If you do have a case open already, then you would just want to file a request for orders or a motion for orders or whatever it's called in your particular area and ask the court to make orders for visitation and custody of your kids so that you can see them on the weekends or every other week or you know every Tuesday and Thursday or whatever it is that you want in regards to your children, you have to request that specific orders can be made. And that way, once the orders are made, those orders can then be enforced. If you have orders that are already in place, in order to enforce them, it's really going to depend on your jurisdiction and your law enforcement agency around. But you have to just look into, what do I do to enforce my orders? In some states, in some counties, in some cities, you can literally just take your orders to the police station. If they won't turn over your kids, then the police will literally go and retrieve your children for you. In some states, you're required to go and do an enforcement action or a contempt motion in order to enforce your rights. But whatever it is, and though it may be frustrating, and though it may be time-consuming, you have to take the steps to make sure that you enforce your rights or establish your rights if you have not already done so. I just want to see you win, fellas. Like, literally, everything that I'm saying is out of love, but you have to do what you have to do, even when you don't want to do it. So that's just my not-so-legal advice of the day. You can find me on YouTube. I'm Marissa V. Grayson. That's M-E-R-I-S-S-A-V. 
Grayson. I'm also on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Google me. I'm pretty much everywhere. So anyhow, thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, have a good one. Okay, so again, that was Marissa Grayson, and I want to say that was actually great, great perspective. And the reason why I think it was great perspective is because, again, it was a woman, and she's fight, she's fighting for what we, what we, you know, she's thinking about the topic. That's good enough. It doesn't matter if I, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Like, she's a woman, and she's thinking about it. It's, it's, she's thinking about it. She doesn't, you know what I mean? She doesn't have to agree. We don't have to agree everything, small thing she says in there. But guess what? She's thinking about it. So that is what just is, and, and then what's more, she actually fights for it. So that is another, that's something else. It's like, all right, man. You know what I mean? We're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continuously go over her videos. I, I'm gonna, cause I mean, we're gonna be doing this podcast. But I'm saying, I'm gonna continuously go over her videos because that was, that was just the first one. I and mean, I do want to do a quick review on the video because I have some, 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 some feelings on the video. Um, this is why I do all my videos. Um, what first thing I saw. Um, well, she say when she asked people what they do, and they quote, she said, "quote She said, uh, "Their mother is," and she put quote, "keeping them from their children." And um, I kind of got, I kind of got that she doesn't really get why men uh, walk away and don't walk themselves right into the system. And I mean, we are taught so much not to be a part of the system and I have met men who have put their self on child support to get to be a visitor in their child's life and I know it's do what you gotta do you know what I mean but there's at no point should I have to give myself a jersey number and then wait for them to meet for the Basically, give myself to the system. Give myself a jersey number. Remember, wait for me to miss a payment or something. Put a jersey on me and make me a visitor. When a person like me, I'm supposed to have everything. When I when I I shouldn't have to give up anything just to see. At no point, risking my freedom should not be included in. There should never be a time when I go to friend of the court, take a leak, and there's a guy in there. You know what I mean? Going to jail over not being able to make a payment. Because at what point is the state ever held accountable for not giving correct amount of time or making mistakes? Or in the earlier podcast, the state let a man's kid get killed. Nothing. They didn't. They you know, what they do for him. So it's like not trusting the system that we already don't trust. That's the reason why. You know what I mean? And I I I, I truly do understand why it's hard to understand where we come from. Because man, a woman would never. No matter if you're fighting our fight or not, like if your kid were, if it were your kid, you care, and, and it would be impossible for your kid to get stolen. Basically, someone can't do this to you. You know what I mean? Like it can't happen to a woman, really. So it's like unless she's like a dope fiend. You know what I mean? And even in even in them cases, like we feel for, her, but folks don't really. You know what I mean? Like. It, that's about the only time it's okay. You know what I mean? But hey, man, 
them type of moms shouldn't be around the kids no way. You know what I mean? But rarely does a mom, you know what I mean? It doesn't happen, basically. It just doesn't. And moms fear CPS, but that's because most moms don't know CPS don't do anything. They just come, look, and then they on your side. They outie. They don't. They want to scare you, and they they get a power trip. They love to have their they love to have their balls swinging, but they they they're not really. You know what I mean? They don't do nothing to you. They just they not they wouldn't do nothing. No moms are completely safe, so they have no reason to be. There's nothing to really you know. Um, and then I heard her say like, "Do you wanna?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course we wanna." The problem is, mother quote unquote. Doesn't wanna, you know what I'm saying? Let us see the children. It cripples people, and of course we wanna, but if mother doesn't wanna, and there's no repercussion, you know what I mean? There's no scolding. There's no anything. She gets there, and they just keep on keeping on because they see it so much. It's just like more in the madness. It's just like so. What's the solution to that? Obviously, I say it all the time. The solution to that is this, man. Punish moms stealing children. Punish them. If I walked over and stole some of my kids, I'd be punished, right? <laughs> I'd be punished, right? Let's say I kidnapped my own kids. They'll tell me I kidnapped my own kids. They'll tell you that. So why is it okay for mom to kidnap them? That's We can fix it. Um, I also heard her say fathers have to oftentimes fight harder to establish or enforce their rights. Now, I thought this was a false statement because fathers always have to fight harder. Every scenario. There's never a time where they don't have to fight harder. Ever. Unless, I don't know, mom is a crackhead. Mom is a dope fiend. Mom, uh, I watched, uh, seen something where, uh, Sandra Bullock is in a custody battle with her ex-husband, Oh. And this lady was an ex-porn star. Of course. Sandra Bullock money versus ex-porn star money. She's gonna, just, she's gonna, plus it's Sandra Bullock, man. You know what I mean? But if it was just her husband alone, that lady would have a shot. You know what I mean? Her ex-husband versus her, she, it would be a whole different game. But unfortunately, in that situation, Sandra Bullock plus super long money, enough money long enough to walk up. Sandra win. You know what I mean? But, 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 rarely, you know what I'm saying? Rarely do, does that happen. What usually happens is, every single time, mom gets kid, and she's seen as a good mom, and then dad has to go in there and fight. It's not, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not, it's no oftentimes about it. It's always, we always have to fight harder. Um, she says, I don't want to is not a valid excuse, which is exactly why mothers who alienate need to be given felonies like Halloween candy. And I do mean it because not letting the man see his children is what, what do we need to do? What we need to do is I've been saying it, hit them with it. They want it, right? I don't want to. Why you don't let him see his children? He don't want to. You don't want to. So you kidnap just because you wanted to, basically. Why don't you focus on two words out of a complete sentence the same way you would focus on two words in a man's complete sentence? Want to? You know, she didn't. Wa- she wanted to steal it. 
What are those? Those are kidnappers. Oh, I know what to do with them. Send them away. Call Tom Gores, man. Tell him, call Tom Gores. Tell him to get with Jordan. We need women prisons in Michigan. We only got one of them. We need women prisons in Michigan. Talk, call Tom Gores. Tell him to get Jordan on the phone. We need joint, joint ventures money here, man. We only got one of them. Another thing I heard in there that really stood out was most of the time you will be granted some time with your kids. I thought this was another unique statement because most of the time you will be granted some time. Like, sometime it should not be a constellation prize. If we want fathers in homes, give them 50-50 custody immediately. Problem is, you want me to go out, get thousands of dollars to get a lawyer, come into court, watch these people jostle me around, and then after that, you want me to trust their judgment on giving me something fair, anything fair, after they let me, you know what I mean? Now think about this. How about this? I walk into this courtroom, just like we've said in previous casts, I walk into this courtroom, I got 50-50, she got 50-50. Half of this kid is mine, half the time on the calendar is mine, half the time on the calendar is hers, immediately. Let's start right there. But when we go in here and we saying, no, mom's mom, and dad, you're just dad. Can't you tell me why you should be more than just dad, a weekend visitor, or... Can you tell me why you should be more than Uncle Daddy or, uh, no, I don't want to have to explain why. I'm, it's my kid, man. It's my kid. Like that. I should already get to have rights to my child. I shouldn't have to come in here fighting, squabbing for what's mine. Ain't no baby if it ain't no me. Let's clear that up right now. You, we keep taking father's role out of it. No sperm, no child. End of story. If it's that easy, then why aren't these women going to sperm banks? Answer, it costs money to go get sperm from a sperm bank. So, if it's expensive as fuck to make this thing happen without me, but with me, we just acting like I ain't shit, though. But the shit I'm kicking is worth a lot if you try to go get it on your own without no... Ask two lesbian mothers how hard, how much, how expensive it is to come up on some sperm. That you know what I mean. That they hand picking, quote unquote. Now we got the was that last episode I read a tweet where the ladies hand picking, trying to hand pick a dude, this gut man like that. Uh, Marissa, uh, she runs through the list of ways men are fighting tooth and nail, basically, uh, to force the mother of their children to follow the law, uh, and suggest that if father isn't beating his head against the wall with no result, that he isn't trying. And that's my thing, see, I feel like. All the ways, like, why, why, it's not an us thing. It's a fix the system thing, right? So, fathers are now, after paying all this money, like I said, to go to court, 
All this time he's missing with this kid that he can't get back. Right? And now you want to have him turn around and now force someone to follow a court order? I had weekends that no one showed up to this past weekend. I had four hours with my kid. If I would have took an hour to drive to whatever local police department there was to try to get them to force my order, I would have lost. Yeah, I would have saw my kid, but I would have saw my kid for what? An hour, maybe an hour and a half and turn around and hand them right back at four o'clock or else what? This motherfucker gonna turn around and say, I'll kidnap my kid and ain't follow the same court order that this person made me go force her to follow. Oh, but if you really want to see your kids for an hour, well, I saw my kids for four hours after not seeing them for 953 days, all right? And I asked week, weekly. And I'm coming to tell you this. There's, there's, there was, there was what? Ten days in between the time that last, them four hours, and me going to court tomorrow. And and it was and it was crippling. Because man, I at my daughter actually speaks her mind now. We're not they're not just guessing. It's not just a shot in the dark. She actually speaks her mind. She has a mind of her own. Now, I do want to say this. Marissa Grayson, that was a great, 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 great piece. I loved it. I loved every second of the seven minutes and however many seconds. It was great. I got to play it. I had to get to get, got to have opinions on it. But this is it right here. Why should we have to turn around, right? And go force somebody to follow the law. Michigan, do the law, do do Michigan wait for me to follow the law? No, no, because it's 37,000 places for me to go that they can get paid for. Oh, but privatized prisons aren't real. Yes, privatized prisons are fucking real. And the state is in on it. They getting cheese, good guac, cash, moolah. For people, bro. It's a business. It's not about fixing nobody or fixing no system or none of that. Or else, when a, again, when a judge sees a kid 15 times before he turns 18, she can ask him once every here and there, son, why, what, what, what spiritual life like? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recommend you to head on to church, son, this church. I want to see you there. If you don't like it, I need a full page report and we'll find you somewhere else to go. A different this or a different that or something until you feel connected some kind of way. But they can't do that, can they? No. All they can do is just keep sending them to other facilities, if you will, and hope that if he make it out alive, he learn his lesson. Man, come on. We need 29 prisons here for women. If they really want to make money, start locking women up for kidnapping children, man. Because this is happening all too much. After, after all this court, all this money for lawyers, all this shit, the last thing I'm trying to do 
is go hunt somebody down and go do the police job. Go do the court system job. It ain't my job to enforce laws that you set in place. It's someone else's job. Yeah, if I want my time, then I'm going to go get them. True, 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 true. But I'm going to court tomorrow. I'm going to want a couple answers. I'm going to want to know, hey, what's been really going on, dog? I only seen my kid four hours. That means from October 13th all the way to today, which tomorrow going to be, what, January 8th? October 13th to January 8th, everyone in this room is responsible for Because I've been here since then. Oh, it's you, you. No, no. I don't have a gavel. I don't sign papers. My signature ain't worth nothing. Ain't no stamp with my name on it. It's the system. It's not even the people, man. Don't get it misunderstood. It's the system. We need to fix the system. It's the system. It's the system. A person, moms are stealing children because they understand there's a glitch in the system. Systematic. They're making false allegations because they know it's a glitch in the system. It's the oldest trick in the book and there's no punishment to it. It's the oldest trick in the book. But does the system want to ever change? Do they want to punish them? We talked about it. Until pass interference was a flag on the field. Motherfuckers was passing or fearing everywhere. I challenge you to go pick up some NFL film from the fucking early 70s. I challenge you. Please. It's ugly. Motherfuckers going down the field getting wrecked. They ain't even, the wall ain't even fucking begin to come yet. They getting, they shit knocked out. It wasn't illegal till it was illegal. So. Let's make it a flag to steal children, please. That's basic. Listen, tomorrow I got court. I'm going to pray. The rest of the day is mine. So I'm going to enjoy it. I'm happy I sat down and took this 58 minutes to give you one of the longest podcasts I have recorded yet. But tomorrow is court. I would really advise you, if you haven't already, go follow me on Instagram, jpbrown.dfm. Follow me on fucking TikTok, jpbrown.dfm. Follow me on Twitter. If you say something, I'm going to talk to you. OG underscore jpbrown. Fathers, if you ain't seen your kids, now's the time. Mothers, if you holding children, this might be your motherfucking time too. And I wish you the best of luck.